This is going to be a worse idea than the Sonic the Hedgehog movie. This is Corey and this is the end of the podcast. <laughs> Good afternoon. Good afternoon, everybody. It's Rob. Welcome to episode 265 of the O oh, the Anthem podcast, coming to you from the hashtag OTALA Studios. Hi, by the one to everyone in downtown Los Angeles, California. Thank you for joining us. Yes, thank you for subscribing on your podcatcher of choice, whether that's Apple, Google, Spotify, Pocket Cast, wherever. We're all available there. Uh, if possible, give us a rating and review because that helps uh, other people find the show. And, of course, you can find more O The Anthem at O The Anthem on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, you can check us out at facebook.com forward slash the Anthem where you're watching the live video right now. Uh, and, of course, all the videos are up at youtube.com forward slash the Anthem. And everything O The Anthem related, you can find at otheanthem.com. Indeed. So, yes, here we are. Uh, special guest joining us for the show and a happy birthday so Roberto Arizona, welcome. Hey, thank you um, for having me. Even more special guest, 1800 Silver <laughs> Tequila. Which we're not sponsored by. No, we no. are not sponsored by them. But Although if they're watching this, they probably should. Yeah, this would be the They sixth. probably do not want no, <laughs> to no. this kind of association. Irresponsible drinking by grown-ass adults. Um, but uh, just in case they are looking for a sponsorship, uh, hey there, 1800, next year, you could be the very... You're, Single sponsorship of the maybe the eighteen hundred silver. I can probably get us some sponsorship. Shot cam. Oh, <laughs> there we are. Yes. So uh, you guys can see directly in that there are all of the uh, the drinks and the 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 things there. So oh, yeah. for a fan that doesn't know anything about the show, what is this shot cam about? Well, that's well, this is the first year we've done yeah, the shot, shot cam. cam is brand well, no, new. I'm we talking always, about the whole situation. We're always it's, innovating. That's what it is. The shot cam is a, the latest innovation. My point is explain the whole situation. Okay. okay. So uh, way back when, when Rob and I were at Hofstra together. Yes. Probably around like, what, 2003 or so? Well, yeah, that would be about right. May yeah. of 2003 or four. Yep. Uh, we were uh, pl- uh, go- about to go out to a Cinco de Mayo party. Yeah, and it was uh, the bar crawl. It was yeah, at yeah, uh, yeah. Dizzy Lizard. But we were both done at like 1 o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. So we said, let's pregame a little bit. And I had Need for Speed on the GameCube. Ooh. And what we decided to do to pregame was trade off on laps between, like, if you lost a lap, you had to take a shot. Or if you, like, were the cop and you caught somebody, you would have to take a shot. Yes. Um, and this quickly devolved into the two of us taking, like, 25 shots each and not going anywhere. Well, yeah. And then the next time we looked up, it was 10 p.m. We had finished yeah. the bottle of uh, tequila that we were drinking, and we were in no shape to move <laughs> anywhere except for to go to sleep. So yeah. um, that was our very first uh, Drinker to Mile way back in the day. But and then not we, part of the series. And then we brought it back as an idea here for the podcast, an annual event, yes. the Drinking to Mayo episode, where uh, people submit to us words that we can't say. Yeah. Uh, and if we say that word, then we have to take a drink. Yes. Now, uh, we are not in the game yet, so nobody be going crazy in the comments or anything like that. We'll, we'll let you know when it officially starts. But first, we need to let you know the words. Yes. So uh, the constants are drink, drink, and drunk. So if, Robert, if Rob says one of the words and I say drink, then I take one too because I just said drink. Yes. And uh, all of those will be denoted. Uh, those of you who are followed along for all six Drink of the Miles at this point uh, know that uh, the argument about whether or not something was said or uh, you know, whether the rules apply can be yeah. difficult. And we found that our most successful years are the ones where we have a referee. Right. So Roberto will be acting as referee. His power is... Uh, Unlimited. Unimpeachable. Yes, uh, almost... Uh, Unlimited, if you will. Uh, I was going to say that. I was, was going to actually say some a quote, but probably not a good idea. So when one of us says one of the band words, Roberto, what will your response be? My response will be... 
Yeah. Yes. And that means somebody needs to uh, consume some alcohol. So, uh, and as you can see here on the uh, Odie Anthem shot cam, uh, we have three uh, of uh, the initial shots lined up. This will be the only one Roberto takes. Um, yes, because I yeah. have to have all my five Facilities senses. For- <laughs> yes. Yeah. And of course, yeah. There goes the uh, the 1800 bottle. down to the bottom. The um, 1.5 liter bottle. Seven five. One, seven, seven five. five. Seven liter bottle. Maybe next year we should get the cam down on the floor so you can check the levels <laughs> uh, as, as the game goes on. Uh, but yeah, so. Uh, I, I say we'll just go ahead and get into it. Oh, no, you're going to go through the words. Oh, Tell yeah, us yeah. what the words are. So in addition to the usuals of Drink, Drank, Drunk, uh, we're also going to be talking about Marvel's The Avengers Endgame. <laughs> we're not in the game yet. I know. <laughs> uh, but that's an example of how it would work. Uh, so Avengers, Marvel, and Endgame. It's not on here, yeah, but we... Yeah. I think so, yeah. Uh, so any one of those three will also be a drink. Uh, in addition... We have been inundated with people saying that they wanted to hear us talk about Catherine Pugh. Yes. Uh, so, I wonder why. So uh, Catherine Pugh is a word for our next topic when we talk about her leaving office. And uh, finally, we'll wrap up with uh, Bill Barr's testimony in front of the Senate. Uh, and because of that, we will have the words Barr, Trump, and Mueller. Now, none of these terms are limited to the section in which we talk about them. Once we say go and until we say stop, the game is on and you cannot say any of the words. Yeah. Um, for you at home, you'll see a little counter right here in front of me. And there's one over there in front of Corey as well. Uh, and those counters will be updated uh, as much as we can. We do have a backup counter down here that you guys, well, maybe you can see it on the shot game here. Uh, there's a backup counter right here that I'll be keeping just in case, uh, because uh, I don't trust myself to update the ones <laughs> on the screen as we go along. Uh, and we're hoping that this will be the most uh, boring, civil. civil and boring drinker <laughs> de Mayo yet, uh, where this first one may be the last one that we take the entire time. So, um, is it time, Corey? Yeah. It, Should we jump in? Let's, let's oh, start the game. Okay. Uh, now, keep in mind, I have not had a, I don't think I've consumed any tequila since uh, the last time we did... Drinker to my house. So other, other, other than a margarita here and there. Yeah. Uh, uh, everyone's got that one liquor that reminds you of the time you almost died. This is me. Uh, this should be Corey, too, because if you go back to episode one, you'll see <laughs> he actually almost died. All right. Um, oh, and uh, big thanks to uh, to Roxanne Cruz for our uh, oh, yeah. skull. Sponsoring, yeah, the yeah. skull. Just to remind us that we are all about to die. So. <laughs> all right. Slancha. Right. Salud. Slancha. Oh, Jesus. How do you really do drink out of this thing? Oi, oi. <laughs> All right, the Ooh. game is afoot. Mm. Every year I hate myself more and more. I already regret this decision. <laughs> uh, I'm not even <laughs> drinking and I don't like this. Oh, uh, oh man, I was going to hit. Uh, I was going to say hit the thing, but then I realized you're not playing. You're just refereeing. I am just refereeing, yes. That is why I have the liberty to say <laughs> any of the keywords <laughs> to you throw want. you off. Um. Yeah, don't intentionally try and throw us off here. No. That would be, <laughs> of that course would be not. quite evil. Of course not. I... All right. Topic one. Oh, I uh, how much I hate my life. <laughs> you still haven't. You still haven't down the whole thing. Come on. It, when it hit my throat, I was reminded. <laughs> <laughs> Memories. You were flashbacks. Remi- you were I, reminded that you just ate Shake Shack not I too quit. long ago. I quit. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> you started having like flashbacks. Your whole life just went by. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, laying in a field. I'm about to die. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now, All right. now the game is afoot. All right. Game uh, is yeah, afoot. So you need to be Johnny on the spot here, my friend. Yes, I will. Oh, All right. Yeah. What? You have to go ahead and 
refill. Oh, so yeah. oh be bartender as well. Okay, this was not part of my contract. Yeah, not not for you, obviously, but for the other two, uh, so that we you, you can be ready. You you know how bad uh, a bottle of tequila is, or how bad it is going to be. Uh, the the experience, I mean, when the damn thing doesn't even have like a what's it called? Um, uh, no, it's not meant to be served this way. Yeah, no, yeah. it's this is like just like the whole. Yeah, that you wouldn't go to a bar and see that behind. <laughs> okay. Anywho, uh, getting on to topic one. Yes, uh, a certain movie <laughs> has uh, been breaking all kinds of box office records. Which movie, now, Corey? I, I will say, uh, I wish, and you know, you said this in the pre-show meeting as well. Oh, boy, were, was Corey prophetic about last week's episode title in so many, so many ways. Mm. Uh, and uh, I do wish that part of me says I wish we could have kept that title for this episode because yeah. it would have made a lot of sense. But uh, I don't know, folks. Uh, I don't know what this is going to end up being titled. Probably will just be titled, you know, the, the theme of the episode. <laughs> It'll just be uh, this Ugh. week's the name of this week's episode six <laughs> is what it'll be called. <laughs> but uh yeah, so if you checked out last week's episode, we went on a bit of a tear about a, uh, a certain uh, movie franchise, and um, on top of that, uh, we talked a little bit about a mayor, and... Um, We're going to be doing both those same things today. Yeah, and funny how that, funny how that worked out, but uh, apparently, given the fact that uh, this movie has now made officially over $2 billion, right, coming uh, into... I think it was $2 I, billion today. Yeah, yeah. I, think, I think $2 billion today. Um. And that happened in 10 days, uh, which is approximately 37 days faster than the number one movie right now. The number one, yeah. So Avatar has a, a lead with 2.4 billion, if I remember correctly. It's yeah. a 2.4, 2.7. But like total, total run. Yeah, yeah, the total run. And this so, thing has done it in yeah. <laughs> this, 10 days. This movie starring Robert Downey Jr. has done it in uh, 10 days as opposed to 47. Yes. Uh, and, and by the say, way, by the way, Rob, uh, Patty Wood, uh, yes. laugh out loud. You all right there, Rob? Uh, I am not. I am not all right. <laughs> I have made many poor decisions that have led me to this point in my life, and uh, I regret all of them. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so so we. Oh shit! What were we talking about? Um, the movie. Yes, uh, we may have been the last people in the country to see it. Who were going to see it? Because for we the did first wait, time, you mean. yeah, for the first time. Yeah. Because we waited until uh, we could celebrate Roberto's birthday and uh, all go out together and see it together. And um, the theater was still packed. Yeah, ten days in, theater still packed. Oh yeah, it was uh, it was sold when when we purchased the tickets, which was a while ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty much almost all the seats were gone, or at least all the good seats. All bad. And that was like two weeks ago. You okay? You okay there? Yeah. No. Okay. It's, it's just my heart stopping. Don't <laughs> yeah. worry about me. It's okay. Okay, we're all right. Still you want to know where you can find more of these? <laughs> 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 all right. Uh, yeah, so uh, the theater was full when yeah. we went to buy our tickets which, two weeks ago, three weeks ago. Which, weeks ago. by the way, we uh, do we want to talk about our Dolby cinema yes. experience? Yes. Yeah. Before. I will talk about that. Actually, you know, let's, let's just start there because... First of all, uh, I don't know how easy it was for you guys uh, to find it. Uh, I it was like the blind leading the blind, uh, and we actually circled the entire theater to come around and find where it was. <laughs> oh, really? Um, yeah, because it was like tucked uh, in on the front there, yeah, right yeah, by the yeah. door. And 
I just naturally said, oh, here's an upward count of numbers in which the number that we're looking for is, let's go this way. Yeah. And we circled around and then realized the numbers started going down again. And I'm like, I feel like we, did we, did we walk past it? <laughs> did we miss it? What's going on? Uh, and so we wandered back around and that's when we realized, oh, it's over here in this special thing. Um, and much like the video that we watched online, um, in a, a cute little entryway. Uh, I posted a, a video of a Boomerang on my story on Instagram if anybody wants to check it out. But um, it really sets a tone from the moment you step into that f- that first doorway about yeah. what you're about to experience. And uh, for people who don't know about the Dolby Cinema experience, uh, a lot of people are probably aware of Atmos, mm-hmm. which is Dolby's uh, sort of atmospheric sound design uh, speaker system. Where you could hypothetically like hear a bird like flying around the room, going through all the different speakers. Uh, in the Dolby Cinema, I think it was like forty-eight speakers plus like six subwoofers or something like that. Yeah, five, five subwoofers the in the top, five speakers uh, behind the screen, and then you also have tweeters uh, in every seat. Yeah, yeah, underneath every seat. So when you get you know big loud noises like explosions or stuff like that, yeah, like which was perfect it. for this movie. Yeah, right. you feel the vibration. I will say though that one thing I think we missed out on is there wasn't a lot of traveling sounds in it. A lot of the sound was coming. At you, yeah, like, it was yeah. projectile, right? Yeah. So I feel like um, while while we were sitting there, I was thinking a quiet place would have been an amazing <sighs> movie to see in Atmos yeah. because you get that effect of like literally there's nothing else except for the the, the bird coming yeah, through yeah, yeah, or yeah, the yeah. wind whistling across the screen, and that's what really Atmos is made for. It probably is really good for. Uh, the other thing I was thinking about is uh, the the Jason Bourne series because that does have traveling explosions where you kind of get that effect of like it starts here and comes across rather than the superhero type where it's all coming at you. Yeah, if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, but uh, highly recommend though the the little video they do at the beginning. Yeah. Oh yes. Which and, you and see a version. The, we saw a version of, but the, it's still did, amazing. The other yeah. the other part of it too is not just the Atmos sound. But uh, the dual 4K projectors, yeah. which are creating these insane black levels. Which, just, just to put in a perspective, mm. an IMAX theater, or at least like a you know, regular IMAX theater that you can go to on AMC, has one 4K projector. Yeah. Whereas this has two projectors shooting at the same time. Yeah. yeah. And it's just, it's incredible the, the amount of uh, 60 detail. foot screen. Yeah. It's just, it, it's all insane. And I do want to talk about. Uh, the only thing I, I didn't like though is that where we sat in particular, mm. there was like this little glass partition in front of us that took up a small little bit of the screen. Yeah, but it was apparently enough we were that, like, in the uh, emergency exit row. Well, no, right? So, yeah. So, I, I think that one thing that uh, we've learned from the AMC Stubbs A list. Is that the full name? Yeah, that hard. AMC subs. No, because I always I want to make sure we always get the full title. Yeah. So the theater chain, then the program, then the level of the program that we're at. Um, we've been I've been twice. Mm-hmm. You've been twice. Yeah. Corey, how many times you've been? Twice. That's your twice too. Yeah. Okay. So uh, one of the things we discussed. You guys saw our, Shazam though, right? Yeah. Yeah. So you would have been three times, right? No, that was the second no, one I saw. Was, yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. You oh, to, no, wait, you know, three, yeah, yeah. Uh, Pet Cemetery. Oh, that's Shazam. right, you guys went to see Pet Cemetery yeah, without yeah. me, so great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor what hurt feelings. Um, but uh, one of the things I think uh, we realized going to uh, Pet Cemetery is that we had said, oh, you know what, the only thing available is the front row, maybe not a good idea. 
I'm down for the front row after yeah. we went into that theater because it's a solid 30 feet from the screen and you're in recliners. So it's not like the traditional theaters where you're like the front row is seven feet from the screen and you're sitting up straight where you have to like. Yeah, I mean, it back. would be better for sure, but it's still such a large screen that you want to yeah. have some distance I mean, away from it. That's also true. But but I think the my, my point there is just like learning the theater experience at, at this new AMC thing where it's like the first row isn't perfect, but. If that was all that was available, uh, and that movie that we wanted to see, which name escapes me now, with Robert Pattinson. Um, High Life? Yeah. Oh, okay. Never mind. You know which one we're talking about? No. Uh, High Life. Yeah. High Life, yeah. yeah. Um, it's only showing at that one theater, and only those one show times. Yeah. So I would say I would rather sit in the front row and actually see it than maybe skip it, and now it's going to be out well, next the, week, and we're not going to see it again at the, all. The other thing is that like just this week with – one movie taking up pretty much every single yeah. available mm-hmm. screen in the country. Like it's hard to, it, in a normal week you would have more choices of places to see high life, mm-hmm. but like you still wouldn't have that many more choices. But I mean like the arc light wouldn't have 10 screens <laughs> devoted to right. the latest Chris Hemsworth affair, <laughs> you know? But I, I think that uh, my like overarching point is that uh, I'd be okay with sitting in the front. It wouldn't be perfect, but I would do that. And now we know in that theater, we mm. don't want row J. We want row G, which is the one right below it. It's as far as high, high as you can get so that the glass stays below the screen. Yeah. And it's not the emergency row where the blue light uh, puts yeah, down yeah, on, the, yeah, yeah. on the, the ground before us. But we've been. We yeah. learned. That cost us exactly how many dollars to see that movie? I mean, 24 for the month. Yeah. For the I've m- already seen two, though. So yeah, it's already been paid for before I walked into that movie. Yeah, yeah. Pretty much. See, and that's that's the reason for anybody out there who's uh, considering whether or not to get a list. The number one reason why we decided to go with it is because one ticket alone for going to the Dolby Cinema Theater mm. was twenty four dollars. Yep, which is literally what the membership is. The only downside is you have to agree to you know three months. But again, like you just said, you've gone three times, and this has pretty much paid for itself. But I mean, like even even with the uh, summer movies coming up too. I mean, like there's plenty of things the next three months that we're gonna want to see. So like you know, John Wick three. Yeah, I do. I want to watch Godzilla and 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 the Dolby Cinema. And the the great thing about Movie Pass carries on to a list is that uh, I was I was way more free wheeling with what I wanted to see. Yeah, Mm -hmm. when I had Movie Pass, it was just like, hey, everyone's going to see The Greatest Showman. And that's probably not a movie I would have paid to see yeah. with my own money. But because everyone was going and it was essentially free based off of the subscription service, I was like, yeah, why not? Let's yeah. do it. So, well, and, and again, you say like, oh, it's almost paid for itself. But with the discounts on the concessions thus far, I think it has paid for itself. Because yeah. it's a dollar to upgrade popcorn and soda and two of the three times I've been there, I've gotten popcorn. All three times I got the soda. So that's Seven dollars altogether. Yeah, uh, that's the difference between one seventeen dollar ticket and the twenty three dollars. So I think I paid for all three months, and I did get right free now. popcorn and uh, a drink birthday. for my birthday. Yeah. yeah. One last thing, though, I, I do yeah. want to uh, mention about the Dolby Cinema experience, which for me, I think it was one of the most like, like, oh, like, damn, this is some technology here. Is that at one point uh, during the the intro, where they do basically, you know, they're doing all the show and everything, like showing the colors, and it, it's all great. But then all of a sudden, everything goes to black. Yeah. And all, I don't know where you just get a, a simple text in the middle saying, yeah, the projector's still on. Like, yeah. Where it's like almost pitch dark. Yeah, It looks like they've turned it off and it's yeah. like switching to the next reel, even though it's not really reels. But no, it's still running. It's 
yeah. projecting black onto the screen. That's how dark it is. Yeah. But it was good. But by, by the way, uh, Godzilla yes. is the kind of movie I think Atmos works yes. for. Because it's that projected right to left, left to right, like noise coming from different directions. Yeah. Imagine like, you know, the two monsters running at each other in Atmos. And you, it's know, just, you know what I was just thinking? Uh, can you imagine watching the last Game of Thrones episode? Yeah. And Atmos, like the whole thing? Well, I mean, and that's the thing. I, I mean, no TV that we have is going to project the blacks yeah. the way that that uh that screen, screen would yeah. have yeah or the uh, the cinema screen would have so everybody's complaints about the dark maybe that should have been their thing like hey uh we're going to just knock out one one thing monday night you have a chance to watch it uh on tv on on sunday but on monday come out and we'll do a special showing at the Ab- i i would i mean honestly i would have paid for that obviously we don't have to but i would have paid for that i'll go see it now after the season's over let's go see it <laughs> It was an hour and, what, 20 minutes? Give or take, yeah. It's, it's basically a movie. Yeah. It cost $150 million for that one episode. Oof. Yeah, just, it's a movie. Let's go see it at the movie theater. <laughs> but uh, so, well, all that to say, it's an excellent theater. And if you have one near you, which there are like 50, I think, in the country. Something like that, yeah. yeah. It's, uh, it's an experience that's very nearly like uh, Corey's favorite uh, movie theater. And you actually, not only that, but the, at the AMC in Burbank, you actually went to uh, a little bar that they have there yes. r- right before the show, the right? The MacGuffin. MacGuffins, yeah. W- yeah, what'd you get? Uh, I just got a... Something regular? Uh, whiskey, yes. Okay. Is that it? Yes. That's the only thing? That's you, all I got, yes. Well, the they had, like, fancy drunk? drinks for, yep. like, certain movies and stuff, but... Oh, wait! Buzzer! 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 Why? Because he just said drink. Who did? He did. Oh. Drinks. Oh, hey! That is literally what I was trying You're to trying get to you to say. You were I was waiting you. I was like, oh, yeah, so what did you do? Wait, what hold did, up. What uh, did you get there? Wait, okay. God damn, where's the buzzer when I need it? <laughs> all right, well, for anybody listening out there... There's a, there you go. There you go. Buzzer. So, whatever. <laughs> I'm glad we have a referee. We're yeah. so on top of it. You, you just see, you just see uh, uh, Trey Mancini like three-fourths of the way to first base, and then finally... There uh, you go. The strikeout symbol comes up. <laughs> and for those of you following along at home... Everything's yep. been updated right here on the screen. So, yeah. Um, so, great uh, the, job not falling into that. Yeah, yeah I was watching it. Uh, yeah. The theater, <laughs> the theater aside, though, which again, uh, also one of the things I think Corey and I have been complaining about since the beginning of uh, the podcast has been that like the prices have slowly crept up, but the experience is so much the same. And mm. I think that the last two years, actually, we have shown that that's not actually the case. The experience has improved. Greatly, yeah. Okay, uh, the experience has improved greatly. Uh, Eye level—that's all it needs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm looking at it. Um, the experience has improved, which was again our complaint initially was that you know the price keeps going up, but it's still the same same old theater experience. But I cannot say that about what we went to last night. No, and it, it, it felt. <sighs> I think there's a thing about like wanting to go. And have the experience of something. Yeah. And I mean, like, when you were a kid, the going to the movies and just seeing it on a big screen was, like, an experience in itself. Because, yeah. like, every TV that you had in your house was uh, just, like, a little bit, you know, like, it wasn't... It, 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 
there was no screen as big as a movie theater screen. Yes. Even yeah. if it was like one of those dingy 90s dirt theaters. Right. You know? But now we have, you know, huge 4K projectors in our house. Oh, and yeah. it's like, <laughs> I was going to say, arguably, the experience that we could have with a nice sound bar and a good TV is comparable to the theaters we went to as kids. Like, if you're sitting middle back, that TV screen is about 70 inches relative to how far back you are, if you're considering how close you're sitting in your own living room. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. the size is about the same. Uh, it looks way better uh, on the current screens. And um, you can pause things and go uh, to the bathroom whenever you want, which was not the case, unfortunately, yesterday. Uh, and I will say, props to these two for pushing through three hours Without and going 20 to- minutes. Yep. Yeah. I don't know how you did it. I, I prepared myself. Yeah, I it, literally went to the restroom as the first preview started. Yeah. Like, I, I, I did want to see the intro. I, I, that was kind of a big thing for me. I wanted to see the Dolby intro, blah, blah, oh, blah. Okay. You know? yeah, yeah. They re-showed so it, though. So. I was about to leave and go to the restroom and literally about to walk out the thing. I, I heard the, you know, experience, whatever. Yeah. So I literally ran back up, sat down, watched the thing, and then as soon as the first preview came out... The first two seconds, it was like, yep, I've seen it. And that's when I went to, to the restroom. Okay, yeah. And I forced myself. Not forced myself, but I was, <laughs> Let me get it I was waiting Empty. there for a little bit, trying to, like, in my mind, being like, come on, let's do it. Just do it. Get it over with. <laughs> and I, I did. Like, I, I was able to do it. And when I came back, I just kind of, like, paced myself with the drinks. I did have, like, a big jug yeah. of yeah. iced tea or whatever. And uh, I was just trying to pace myself. I did go through the popcorn pretty quickly, though. Lessons learned. Uh... When going to a movie that is three hours long, cannot get uh, – I know we had said, hey, let's get uh, dinner at the theater. Cannot do that because the salty uh, chicken tenders that I had, the greasy kind of salty chicken tenders, just I, – I realized like 25 minutes in, I had down like half that drink. And I'm like, this is going to be a problem. See, I, This is going to be a problem. I feel like – I feel like – what? You down that drink? Ah, come on! Uh, on top of my game. <laughs> I mean, like, listen. It's- you know what? You know what? I, I think uh, uh, for sure in in the first iteration of this of this show, this annual episode. Yeah, I probably would have died if we had a competent referee. Yes, no, no, 100%. because I, I think a we missed referee. like four. No, we didn't have a we. We uh, we were self policing ourselves yeah. in the first couple. And of- towards the end, towards the end of the episode, it was it was a bit of a miss. But and we would have missed that one because the reference wasn't being made in to the, alcohol in the spirit of the rule. Yes, you are a uh, cruel taskmaster, <laughs> master, and we are drink it. And we are following the letter of the rule, even All though right. the spirit has been abused. Drink it and update the counter. Ooh. <laughs> Shot cam. There you go. I could just mute you if you wanted to move it away. I was a little afraid I was going to choke and spit it. No, no, go ahead. Do the whole thing at once. <laughs> <laughs> well, while Rob's doing that, I'm yes. going to catch him up on what's been happening in the chat. And it's Ashley and Patty Wood going back and forth about how Rob is out of practice. I just turned in and. Talking about, can't say that. I have no clue what it's even about. Don't feel left out, guys. Uh, Rob had a difficult time with the shot. Laugh out loud. He's losing it. 
I think we actually should start talking about Avengers, though. I feel like we have not talked about Avengers at all. Okay, I want to... I, I, yeah, no spoilers, of course. Yeah, no spoilers. I want to I wanna say this up front. Uh, and this is something that I said last night when we got home. If this whole cinematic universe was a company, it would be like GM or something like that. Because there are so many goddamn people who work for every single one of these movies that over the course of the last 11 years that it's it's like you have the same number of people who work for you as you would if you were a gm or something like that and to have consistent products that are so good and that uh feel like a linear continuation is just incredible and uh i i just I think that not enough can be said about the incredible achievement it was just on a logistical standpoint to be able to get from Iron Man to where we are right now. And uh, Feige deserves like a huge part of that. Um, you know, since the acquisition by Disney, uh, Iger has a huge part to play in it. Uh, yeah, it's it just all around. As, as far as like, it's so difficult to... You, it, People don't understand how difficult it is to just make a movie. Like, if you were if you were to remake Dinner with Andre, where it's just two actors sitting at a dinner table talking, you have no idea how difficult it is to make that seem coherent and usual and to know how something that you shoot at the end of the day might uh, have to play differently and how the actors have to attenuate themselves to the situation even though they don't have a reference point to where they're coming from. Like, mm-hmm. It's all outrageously difficult. And the fact that we have this movie at all is kind of preposterous. So uh, just a huge hat tip to all the people in charge of this specific cinematic universe. Oh, I was <laughs> waiting for it. I yeah. was waiting I know, for I was it. watching... <laughs> Roberto was like looking at my lips moving. Like, <laughs> well, right. one of the things I just looked up though is that uh, Kevin Feige is forty-five years old. Yeah, right. uh, imagine being qualified for a lifetime achievement award um, <laughs> at forty-five. And they're just like, listen, even if uh, you did nothing else for the rest of your life, uh, this, yeah, twenty-two. Uh, I mean, basically, he uh, that is a a season of uh, television from the nineteen nineties, yeah. right? He's done a series of television that is two, on average, two hours long. Yeah. Every episode. And all of it led to the culmination where very much, actually, some of our complaints from last night very much are wrapped up in the idea that this, if this was a television show that was leading up to the season finale, that's what it is, right? Yeah. Like, and, well, and our complaints are because it was a movie and it doesn't feel that way, but that's kind of how it is. Here's the, here's the other side of that, too, though, is that uh, television hasn't been like that for a long time right. either. I mean, it used to be that television was very uh, – you, you never had to see too many shows. You could miss a happy day somewhere along the line and just pick up any random episode and know what was going on. As long as you were generally aware of who the characters were, you could watch any Happy Days episode without any kind of pretext. Yeah. Um, and it wasn't really until the late 90s, early 2000s, where television started making more of like an actual serialized run. Because serialized television was really the type of thing that was like soap operas and telenovelas and stuff like that. Like things that were thought of as lesser forms of entertainment. The TV shows that were really successful were the ones that you could literally watch any episode and not have to know anything about it. Law and Order was great like that. Seinfeld was great like that. Yep. Cheers was great like that. 
Gilligan's Island. You know, you could go down a list. But not until, like, really the late 90s, like, ER started doing it and, uh, you know, like, the West Wing and sort of more procedurals started getting more of, like, a consistent storyline well, that follows say, through the episodes. They, they wound it into it a little bit where it's like, yes, every episode kind of stands on its own, but you'll be lost if you don't know that this is what where I mean, we like, are in the season arc because there's going to be a At a, a certain point, if you, if you didn't watch half the episodes of the season for The Wire, you yeah. wouldn't know what was going on. No idea. You would, yeah. Well, you did actually... Did you uh, watch Captain Marvel? Yeah. You did? Okay. Yeah. Because I know there's some people that, that didn't have a chance to watch it, but uh, to be fair, I don't think you really needed to watch that one to to be able to watch this one. I mean, but, I, th- I think as long as you know who she is, then you don't have to worry about it. I know how you were trying to get me. What? I saw it coming. What? What are you talking I think, about? I think as long as you know Brie Larson's character's who? sort of modus operandi, then you don't have to worry about whether or not, like... What I was actually thinking about before I was trying to trick Corey into saying <laughs> Marvel. Um, Kevin Feige, has Kevin Feige been around for all of them, though? Yes. I don't think he yeah. was involved yep. when the first Iron Man came out. Now, he, he was... I think, uh, if, if I remember correctly, I think he only got involved when the first Avengers No, came so out. he got involved before that, but it was when they started He wasn't king that, of the world at that point. No, no. He was just... Somebody who was sort of tasked with keeping keeping things in, in order. Yeah, again, John Favreau back in yes. 2006 was the one who was just like, hey, so I think that our ability to make film has caught up to the point where we can make this character. And oh, by the way, I have the perfectly flawed man who can be this character. He can embody this character. So if you trust me, I think I can make this movie. And it did really well. And then they went from that to, I think the second one was the first uh, Thor movie, if I remember. Uh, no. You mean in the order of the cinematic? No. It was uh, Iron, Iron Man and Iron then Man Captain two. America. Was it? Yeah. No. The first I thought they Avenger. had two Iron Mans first. Yes, they did. But I thought there was a there was a Thor. No, you know what it was? It was the Ed Norton Hulk movie. Oh, that's oh, right. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, then yeah, they yeah. did Iron Man 2. So once they did Iron Man 2 uh, and the Hulk movie had flopped, then they were like, okay, well, we're not going to do this uh, because, listen, we know what sells. This Iron Man guy sells. Nothing else does. But then after Iron Man 2 is when they did... Um... What? You said Iron Man. That's not one of the words. It is now. Okay, no, it's not. <laughs> that's not how this works. Ah, okay, um, Oh, Lord have mercy. <laughs> oh, great. This is the updates we're going to be getting. Uh, is that video going to continue to where she falls flat on her face uh, on a line? No, I'll it's just, just a bummer. I'll just show that one to the emergency room doctor. Yeah, yeah, just trying to know what's up. <laughs> um, but no, so, uh, so and maybe they did do uh, Captain America after that. And if they did that, then that's probably them looking at every other uh, comic book universe and saying, hey, our two main heads are the ones we can get away with. Let's, let's stick that out. We can make as many Batman and Superman movies as these idiots will go out and see. But I think that's the point when Kevin Feige came in and said, I think you guys are mistaken. I think that it's the difference between how we made one of them and how they build the Ed Norton uh, movie. Yeah, And he, then he started saying, well, like, look, these two things kind of exist separately from each other, but we can start moving them together. And the first one where it brought anybody together was uh, – it was the Captain America movie. Um, the second one? Winter Soldier? 
No, the next no, one. No, no, um, uh, Civil War. Yeah, Civil yeah, War, yeah. yeah. And it was like the first time that any of the, not the first time, but like the main time, the, the first main time that a bunch of them showed up together. And that was his like proving ground of saying, see, now yeah. give me 350 million because I got another idea and we're about to go run with it. And that brought us where we are now. And that 350 million turned into how much do you think it costs between Civil War and where we are now? Like, uh, 700? No, way more than that. Yeah, yeah. This one by itself was oh, 350. Yeah, true. True. So, I mean, we have to be upwards of. They Billion, probably spent. Billions of dollars. Yeah, they probably spent four or five billion. But again, this one has made. On top of the two four billion. billion that they spent to just acquire all the property. Yeah. But again, at what point is that a profitable uh, enterprise? I think we have crossed the point where it's profitable already. Yeah. There, there's no way. It's. You know, oh, wait, no. They've made. Uh, I saw the, the thing. It's. Uh, 22 movies, $20 billion. So yeah. Oh, yeah, that's they're right, that's $20 right. billion in now, right? Yeah, 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 you, you're yeah. the one who sent yeah, that. Yeah, that was the one. Yeah, 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 so they're $20 billion in now. There's, so even with the $4 billion to get the property, there's no way they're, they're at under that on um, – or they're over that on cost. Their overhead's still way high. Yeah. Or their overhead's still way low. Oh, too much to see. Already. already. <laughs> you're, you're starting to feel it already. I can't. Okay. Well, and I don't want to spoil anything, so that's yeah, why I'm yeah, like yeah. I'm trying to oh. let's talk about everything but the actual yeah, thing yeah, itself. Yeah. Um, but uh, let, also, me, let, so, me, let me just get started by saying that um, it I I do I do think it was a great movie, great film, but uh, I feel like the hype was a little more than the actual experience. See, itself. I all right, not to say that it wasn't enjoyable, of course, by all means it was it was a great movie and it was all sorts of fun. But again, I feel like everything leading up to this moment, all the 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 you know, the marketing and all the commercials and everybody saying like this is the best thing ever. I, I think it's one of those one of those scenarios, one of those cases in which the the hype was a little too much for what you actually got. I disagree. I think that this movie needed like all, all it really needed at the end of the day was to make sense. Mm-hmm. And the fact that it did is all that it needed to be the dramatic conclusion to the, to the series that we've been, we've been on this whole time, you know? Like, and, and by the way, like it, not only did it make sense, but it wasn't simple. There was a simple way to like kind of, um, yeah, I don't want to, so, what happens in the very first bit of the first act was a simple way that if what happened didn't happen, that if they'd gotten there in time, that would have been it, right? Uh, you guys don't know what I'm no, saying. No, I do, I do. Yeah. I, if they, that, that, there's a simple wrap-up, which is, you know, uh, there's a problem, let's go solve it. They didn't do that. They said, let's make this a complicated movie, but also tie up all of this stuff that we have yeah. from 22 movies. and. Brilliant. Done brilliantly, I think. Yeah, I think the problem for people like you, and I use that um, pejoratively, in fact, <laughs> uh, Roberto, is that uh, you were, I don't know what you go with. There was no way that the movie itself could have met the hype. That's it. Like, people were hyping it up too much. And I went into it just saying, I just, I want it to be, I want it to be a good movie, and I want it to wrap up everything, and I want us to start uh, phase four. Is it phase four or phase five? Yeah, phase four. Yeah. Phase four. Let's, Let's get back to the beginning again, if we want. You know what I mean? Like, let's let's wrap up all those storylines so that we can start new ones. You know, like that's the best part. Actually, now that now that you brought that up, what do you guys think is going to be? 
Do you guys feel like? Because I've I've already read online that there's uh, you know some people saying that the Marvel Cinematic Universe is not going to be the same, and and that viewing is probably going to go down a little bit, mm -hmm. and it's kind of going to go downhill from here. Especially with the fact that they're now going to be focusing more on making TV shows or TV series rather than than films with the characters that we that we already know. Mm -hmm. Obviously, there's going to be more movies with new characters and all that stuff. But uh, I do kind of get the feeling like it, it might actually go a little bit downfall from here. I mean, you have to be okay with that, though. Uh, Nolan went in and said, I'm making three. Yeah. Three's what you're getting. Sorry. That's the end of it. And we went in knowing there was going to be three amazing movies, and that was going to be it. Okay. We knew that this is the, the, the beautiful bow on a gift of 22 experiences that we all got to share together. And, and we, we all knew, got to talk we about. knew the last one was going to be set up specifically for the purposes of this one. Yeah. So, I mean, like uh, there, there's a lot of like, sort of like setting up and then fulfilling that goes on with these movies. And I think that's part of the, the, the deal you have with, <laughs> with, uh, Disney at this point, you know? And, but I think though that, that you're right, that they're going to shift everything that we know now to television. Mm -hmm. yeah. be shows and what's going to be in and specifically in, Disney plus. Yeah. Yeah. What's going to be in theaters is going to be other stuff that we haven't really thought about. Uh, like you said that there's a, uh, Natasha's got a movie. Yeah. Um, Oh God. Uh, there's going to be a, uh, uh, another black Panther, black Panther two. We got, uh, Spider-Man three. Do you think Captain we'll ever, Marvel two? do you think we'll, yes, I do like, uh, yes. as soon as it came out of his mouth, he just, Popped the pen down. It was like, Meh. all right. Well, By the that's way, I that. like the fact that my pen sticks to my mic stand. <laughs> Stop procrastinating. I like the fact that that liquid is going to stick to your insides. Look at him. Look at that, like a champ. Uh, yeah, like a champ. champ. Yes. Mm, Look at that. Anyway. Um, oh. But yeah, I so just, we know, we know I that just felt, <laughs> I felt it waving goodbye to the people from the shore. <laughs> <laughs> when, it, when it hits your lips um, Goodbye Ireland <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyway, so We'll we, return one day from America We, <laughs> we know that there are, there are Some things that are in development And I think though they're going to be focusing on All the right things now, Phase one and two were really like Hey here's another uh, white guy Who can come and save you and, I mean, can we agree that that's what Phase 1 and 2 was? It literally was just like, which white guy is going to come and save you? Hey, I, change of pace. The white guy, he's got a green sidekick. Hey! You know, I, 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 I've been listening on a lot of podcasts where they talk about uh, uh, the, mo the movie we're discussing. <laughs> <laughs> we're at the point now where i got to start thinking about things a little bit harder. Uh, and uh, not spoiling, but there's one moment where all the female characters are sort of like seen on screen at once. And it's supposed to be this moment. Well, but, that is a spoiler. No, it's not. No, it's a. Okay, fine. But I'm saying like it's uh, and I, I've been hearing a lot of backlash to that. But at the same time, I, I want to think that like this is also kind of like prequeling a little bit of what we're going to have like a yeah. Scarlet Witch show. Yeah. We're going to have way more coming up through the pipeline that is going to sort of talk about how 
female friendly the, this comic universe is as opposed to the competition. Yeah. Because DC has Wonder Woman and that's it. Yep. I mean, like, I mean they do have other female characters. They're just not. They do, but I mean, like, it's not, it doesn't matter. I mean, like, you know, Lois Lane isn't fucking ripping the Infinity Gauntlet off or anything <laughs> like that, you know? I mean, like. Do, do you, here's my question, though. Do you think we will ever get another Avengers? Yes. It's going to be different, though. Of course. I mean, it's obviously going to be a different roster or whatever. No, yeah, I mean, like, I, it's just going to, it's, I, I don't think it happens as soon as you think it does because oh, no. it, it takes so, I mean, like, literally we're talking about 11 years that it took from us for us to get from one point to the other. So, I mean, like, say DC decided that they were going to start taking their superheroes seriously and cr- start creating that universe starting next year. Like yep. Aquaman. <laughs> like they say, all right, sorry for all, all the trouble we've put you all through, but we have to completely recast and figure out this whole thing. Yeah. So everyone who is currently a DC superhero needs to go. Or we need to figure it out. Or they follow what we had already figured out, which is just move it to 2119. See, I don't and the think two that guys would work, work, though. The two characters who work will still be alive. I don't think that would that. work simply because I don't think just... Imagine you just the gotta amount start of over work. Because, no, it's just gonna, yes. you just got to start over because okay. you've so, already seen like Gal Gadot's Wonder Woman in Justice League, yeah, and okay. uh, all these other characters. So you can't just be like, "Hey, new soup, new Superman I've never seen before." Like you know, it's well, I mean, we're so, just but, keeping the ones that made money. So in the in the end, because I mean, people will see through that, and I mean, like it's not quite the same as like Ed Norton and the Hulk and stuff yeah. like that, uh, because. Uh, it, it, you know, you 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 change one person and you you act like nothing nothing different happened. It's it people will forgive you for that, you know. But oh, like, and and by the way, if they, half they, your Justice League is different than they, the one that was before. They kept it as canon too, though. Yeah, everything yeah, no, in the did, in yeah. the movie is canon, and they just basically said, "Hey, oh, uh, we're going to change the guy." But P.S. Uh, the new guy is not getting a standalone. Which, by That's the way, how much do you think that Ed Norton regrets? I don't think not he, taking that picture. I don't think he thinks about it at all. No, nope. oh. no. Wow. That's there are there. I are know people, Terrence Howard thinks about it and regrets. I that see. Shit, I don't but. think so. I don't think so either. I mean, we we joked about that. Uh, I think last week when we were yeah. talking about it, about yeah, having yeah. the number one show and the number one movie in the country at the same time. But um, I, I don't think that I, it's I think not he his was brand. able. I, I also think he was able to get Empire because he was free from. Because there, there's been a lot of discussion, like, you know, I heard uh, Scarlett Johansson sort of talk about it, how, like, it, it takes over your life to a certain yeah. degree, where you're you're not as open in your schedule as you think you will be, because you have to shoot these five movies that are coming up, and you're, like, already signed on for the next... It's a baby. Yeah. It's having a baby, where it's like, oh, yeah, no, I can still go do all the fun things that I was going to do before, yeah, but... <laughs> Not exactly, because you do have to think about this other thing that was will be in your life for the next decade. Yeah. If you're if you're in, you're in for a decade. So keep that in mind um, until that thing can go and walk off on its uh, little legs by itself. Yeah. Then uh, you're gonna you're gonna kind of be stuck. So. I mean, yeah, I think I think Terrence Howard, it, there's probably part of him who's like, I wish I could be, every actor I think wants to be part of that kind of family dynamic, where it's like, you show up with the same I'm guys. I'm talking about the money. Well, I mean, oh, also, there, the I think there's also the, you know, uh, money and prestige aside, I mean, because like, you know, RDJ is rolling at it right now. But I mean, like, I, I think there's also something to be said about being in one of these movies right now, because it says something about how the the level that you reach because yeah. really we're talking about Hollywood's A-list stars 
populating this movie from top to bottom. It is. Uh, it's the new um, oceans. Yeah, and to be con- to be considered for it yep. is like uh, saying they, that you're a big star. When they were casting uh, Oceans Two, you know that every leading man was just like, "Come on, yeah, they they're gonna have." 13 of or 12 of them. And I mean, like nobody, nobody probably thought of it in terms of like Benedict Cumberbatch probably wasn't just like, I hope I get famous enough to be Dr. Strange one day. But I mean, like, you know, to to get to that sort of fame, I guess, notoriety to be allowed to be in one of these movies is huge. I think there's far more regret amongst people who were never invited to be part of this show than people who who were and rolled out. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think, you would probably see more like someone like Affleck more upset. Yeah. <laughs> Which that he wasn't, he wasn't thought of to be Iron Man. Um, and therefore, Ryan, which by Ryan, the way, I probably is very oh, pissed. Ryan, Ryan uh, Reynolds. I mean, he still got to do Deadpool and that, I know, that and, actually was a pretty big success. Now, now keep in mind, phase three, one thing that can happen in phase three True. is that we are phase four is that we rebuild Everything that should have been done right for the last 20 yeah. years. So like that X-Men and, yeah. And then bring them back in as part of the bigger family of everything that's going on. And I think you can rebuild. Honestly, they could do now, you know, what First Class did where they were like back in history. Let's pretend it's 1970 again. They could literally say, hey, it's 2020. And because of everything that happened, uh, human beings start to uh, change because yeah. of all of this alien influence. And now we have a this whole new thing that starts as of now. And then phase three is just bringing Four. these people back into the fold, and it leads to another build. But we get a cool-off period where we don't see anyone we've seen thus far. We see them on TV. We don't see them in movies. We see build this, build this, build this, and then all of a sudden, all of our favorite people start showing up again when they need to. By the way, Kevin Feige, if you're looking for some, um, you know, a writer or a producer, I'm available. I'm just saying I'm available. That, yes, that was a genius idea I just came up with right on the spot here, and I am available. Uh, Which, by the way, if you guys ever have a chance, or for anybody out there listening, look up some of the actors in Hollywood that were actually considered for many of the roles in the Marvel. Or offered. Yeah, or offered, offered, yeah. And, oh, my God, like, you would find it so interesting. For example, did you know that um, Tom Hiddleston, which played Loki in in all the different, you know, movies, Mm -hmm. uh, he actually originally auditioned for Thor. He wanted to be Thor. And when he came into the audition, they literally told him, no, you're Loki. You are the perfect Loki. And uh, just there's a few out there that you but, would never, you would never imagine. Like obviously, now that you've seen the movies and you've been a part of of this universe, you couldn't see anybody else playing Iron Man or Thor or anything like that. But mm. but some of these, you, <laughs> they're pretty pretty out there. The thing though is, can you imagine if you were Tom and they said, no no no, you're Loki, and you're like, uh, listen. Uh, I came here for the part that I want. If I don't get that part, it's also funny. Like the number of uh, the the listicles I've seen of like uh, who would play who if this was cast in the nineties instead. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like and it, it, the names on that list are like indicative of what I'm trying to say. Like with the the names of the people in today's universe. Yep. Like uh, Keanu well, Reeves, Tom Cruise. Barbara, Gedman, Barbara like, Streisand would be uh, Black Widow or something like that. No, no, that's oh, the, wait, that's no, too. Never mind. Never mind. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, James uh, James Vanderbeek yeah. as Thor. <laughs> yeah. Just because he's like, I mean, honestly, for a second, can you see James Vanderbeek playing Thor? 
Yeah. He was never in the shape that uh, Hemsworth was in, but, like, he could get there, right? I'm sure, like, I'm sure somebody could push him. Yeah. He could have, like, a military-style boot camp. Money, money is the only thing that stops you yes. from looking like that, all right? <laughs> yes. Your own personal chef and a uh, a guy who's going to kick your ass eight hours a day in a gym is why we don't look like Chris Also, Hemsworth. not having to afford, like, not having to yeah. go to a day job to oh, yeah. afford your lifestyle. <laughs> like, also, I'll say that part. That helps yes. a lot. Like, when you can just wake up at six and not have to worry about getting to your desk job afterwards, like... Yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah. your job is literally to go eat right and go to the gym, so that in seven months you're ready for this thing. Or you know, if you're Christian Bale, to drop seventy pounds and then do Gain. shoot one movie and then put on a hundred pounds and go shoot another movie because you're a genius. Because I'm in love with you. Yeah. Yes. Uh, all right. So we're Moving going. On. We're already going long. Yeah. Let's uh, let's cut a little bit and just cut to the next topic. Yeah. Which I'm hoping we'll get to. More words yeah, so here. Corey, what's the next topic on the agenda here? Well, for the second time in uh, 10 years, essentially, mm-hmm. we've had uh, a mayor of Baltimore uh, resign which, in disgrace. Which yep. mayor? Which was the first one, first of all? So the first Sheila one. Sheila Dixon. And then we made a Why? lot of fun. Oh, yeah. Why did she resign? Yeah. Uh, she stole gift cards intended for the poor. <laughs> yes. Wow. Yeah. Uh, and then you we know ma- what? That's actually surprisingly like somewhat similar to the situation now. Like it's bit, things yeah. that, it, it, it's things that you you wouldn't have necessarily thought of as being the one thing that just pushed it off the edge yeah. type of yeah. thing, you know? It's all corruption though. It all just comes down to corruption. Um, but yeah, so uh, then we had a, we made a lot of hay with uh, Stephanie Rawlings Blake, yeah, uh, and how she probably should have uh, resigned at some point, yeah, even though she didn't. Uh, famously, she just ran it out. famously, the the slogan around here was "Do your job or quit." Yes. So uh, also, I believe that. Uh... Oh wait, sorry, <laughs> sorry. No, actually, that was a, a real buzzer though, because I think I think. That we should have a shot in between the change of topics. No. Because no, otherwise, no. otherwise, this is not going to get any more interesting. Come on. All right. We got the, the intermission intermission shot. No. Okay. Yes. No. I mean, yeah. You, you put him in charge. So this is You uh, put me in charge. Doing. Oh, my God. This, this, is not, this is not part of the rules that we agreed exactly, upon. Exactly. Exactly. But y'all are doing too well for in 45 minutes into the podcast. So <sighs> let's just have an honorary change of topic shot. For all of those of you <laughs> watching. Can I can I just say something and make this shot worth it? All right. Not have to take another shot? Okay. Are you are you do you agree to this principle? <laughs> I want I want an agreement in writing before I before I take it. All right, fine. All right. So just for the audience's sake, because I'm gonna be taking a shot anyway, we're talking about Catherine Pugh right now. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I just watched him. I just watched him. It was naked. <laughs> oh, lordy. Yep. Continue. This is where this is where it starts getting problematic. Let me just play some intermission music. You guys could girl from Ima Jima. <laughs> yeah, girl. Iwo Jima. Ipanema. <laughs> I need a the girl from the war from Iwo Jima. <laughs> I'm not supposed to, supposed to be responsible for that sort of thing. All right, are so, you are you dead now? No, I just go ahead. I'm gonna I'm working on it. So <laughs> Catherine Pugh, yes, uh, she resigned in disgrace. Um, Why? Because the people said <laughs> because 
Because she uh, she People was making their fingers. she was making money off of uh, books that she may or may not have uh, actually provided for them. See, but but also he, that she uh, you know may or may not have other side written. brother. She may or may not have actually written. <laughs> yeah, uh, you did bring up a, a, an interesting point last week, though, where you said um, if if she had or whatever her team had advised her to just be like, oh. I guess, you know, I, I didn't mean it to, this wasn't I the mean, intention, but let me just take all of the money that I made and donate it. You know what I mean? Like, there were options, there were things that she could have done, but I feel like she didn't really fight it, you know? Well, so, there's some parallels that can be made between her and the current president of the United States. Oh, I thought you were going to say Thanos. <laughs> no. There's 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 some there's some uh, there is some places that could be made comparison, mostly in the fact that uh, they are both very sure that they are right and everyone else is wrong, and they think that people are picking on them, and that if they bully their way through, then they'll be okay in the end. Yeah, she and basically took a stance that was like, "I'm not going to be here for you to kick around anymore." <laughs> exactly. Okay. Yeah. Um, and. I, I really I think her problem <laughs> I think her problem was I feel like we're at that point where it's taking him a couple seconds longer than usual just, to to like word like yeah. put everything together, put the thought together. Well the problem is that the words are kind of blurry and moving side <laughs> to side, so it's a little bit hard to grab them. Uh no, I, I, I think that I think that her problem is that she doesn't have the part of herself that can be like self-deprecating or like a little bit like aware or anything like that. Like she, she just thinks that she's always right and that everyone else is ganging up on her and nobody knows as well as she does. And that kind of attitude, especially when you get in trouble is not something that's looked, looked upon kindly, you know, as Rob dies slowly. Did she it's actually author the books though? Like, I mean, were they under yeah, like literally uh, whatever whatever story by Catherine Pugh? Uh, yes, it's it, written that way. Yes, that's what that's what the cover of the book says. Yes. Okay. Um, um, it, unlike uh, you know my books though, uh, she may or may not have paid someone by Ruth's books. To, yeah, thank you. Uh, she may or may not have actually paid someone to write the uh, books. Right, and but we know for sure that she paid someone to illustrate them. Yeah, who she then never actually paid for his work. So yeah, yeah. That's well, it. there was there was also the the uh, this happens in Hollywood too a lot, where it's just like, you know, you know what? Uh, if you uh, give us your illustrations for a little bit of a discount, then we'll make sure you get a little price of every book that's sold. We'll give you a little back end. Yeah, and you're like, oh wow, that sounds great. The Potential mayor is going to give me back end on her on her book. Yeah, sure, I'll sign up for that. And then just month after month, it's like, sorry, no copies were sold. Mm, then yeah. all of a sudden, you hear about five hundred thousand dollars worth going to University of Maryland Medical Center, and you're just like, ha. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Feel like every, uh, every single call every single right month, now. I called up asking about the. P&L statement. Yeah, and then... I got a uh, whole lot of nope, no books were sold this month. Then you're, the, then you're the illustrator, and you're you're very upset about that. And then the, um, you know, the criminal sanctions start, and you're like, you know what? I'm good. I, I don't I don't need anything. I, uh... What? Me? No, I... I 
I never got a dime for it. <sighs> Thank See, you. I, I, I really think that that uh, the former mayor's problem was that she at any point could have just sort of like laid on her sword a little bit and apologized halfway and uh, could have gotten out of this whole situation without having to resign. What is, isn't that kind of what she has done in several different occasions before? No. Where she just kind of like talked her way out of it? Sort of like no, another on one occasion, figure? On one occasion she uh, rode a lime scooter away from it. Oh, yeah. She I didn't saw talk that. her way out of it. I uh, man, some of these things are way too unbelievable. <laughs> the the level of corruption in Baltimore is yeah. unlike almost anything. Like yeah. Chicago is the only other place in the world where corruption, at least in America, <laughs> corruption yeah, yeah. rises to Chicago, that kind of level. Chicago is a super fun city where you can run for the mayor on a platform making fun of the last guy for being corrupt and then eventually be indicted for corruption yourself. Yeah. That's a, uh, that's a special kind and, of and Illinois state. in general with just like Blagojevich oh, and yeah. all the other governors who got indicted for different things. I, <sighs> I think that, uh, if, if Pew had, <sighs> fuck. Yeah, brother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She had a press conference up front uh, where it was basically like, you all ain't taking me down on this nonsense. Like, you're not, you're not bringing down me on this shit. So, and then just to, just to be sure, uh, Baltimore is a drink the thing. You I'm know, listening to you. No, no, you can drink while you listen. Yeah, I'm listening. Go ahead. Um, I was going to say, so just to be sure, Baltimore is a uh, red state. Right? No. No. Oh no! Literally every single person in the city council is is Democratic. However, the state itself, the state of Maryland, currently does have a Republican governor. Okay, but it's but not a very really moderate red. Republican. Yeah, governor. yeah. But but in the past presidential election, who won the who won the state? Oh, Hillary, Obama, Obama, <laughs> Kerry, Clinton. <laughs> Oh, wow. No, no, uh, there was a, a, what was his name? Environment guy. Gave the PowerPoint presentation. Has the movie. Al Gore? Gore. There's a Gore in between. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a Gore there. Kerry, Gore, Clinton, Clinton, Dukakis. Yeah. No, I... Did Reagan Reagan won? No, Reagan did win. Yeah, yeah Reagan so won. Reagan would have been the last Republican who ran or who ran for president that had won Maryland. Yeah, P.S. He won every state yeah. except for Minnesota. Forty nine of them. Yeah, except for Minnesota, the home state of the candidate he was running against. Uh, no, but Dukakis was running against Bush. Yeah, the first Bush. So it probably did go to Dukakis. Probably, yeah. Don't be looking at me. I don't know. Nah, we're deep in the political weeds now. Clinton, so it would yeah. be, uh, let's go, let's go back. Wait, Clinton, right. Clinton, Let's go all the Obama, way back to Lincoln. Obama, <laughs> Clinton, Obama, Obama, Kerry, Gore, Clinton, Clinton, Dukakis, and then Reagan. Yeah. So that would have been nine times the state went. Nine out of ten, which seems about yeah. right. Yeah. That, that How seems... close was the race the last time, though? Not... It, 
anywhere yeah. reasonably close to it was it it's was called california. within seconds of it oh okay. yeah maryland is, uh, is california of polls closing it was called within seconds that's that's basically how yeah. maryland it, it's yeah it's the same exact thing as california yeah, all, like, all they need is howard uh montgomery prince george's baltimore. and baltimore counties yeah and then that's it once they know anything any kind of guesstimate on those four everything else doesn't matter Okay. If there's something really unusual that's happening, like if a Democrat is winning heavy in the Eastern Shore, yeah, then they don't need to pick up PG County as much, kind of thing. But right. that's sort of like weird. But if if more uh, often than not, they're just calling that anyway. Let's say in twenty uh, twenty, Ooh. the uh, current uh, executive was to be doing very well in Prince George's and Montgomery. Then they might say, okay, wait, if he's doing that well in these two counties, we can't call the state yet because in the east and in the west, he's going to do very well. And if he's doing well in the middle too, who knows? And given the current state of our country, who knows? A a message, by the way, from Roxanne. Yes. Uh, We agree with the intermission shot. Uh, So About time. There you go. Wait, so who, so, wait, so Pew, what was Pew? I don't even. Mayor. She's the, the mayor. No, I know that, but. Uh, she was the uh, council, council president. Democrat, so who does she run against? <laughs> um, Sheila Dixon, for one. Yeah, yeah, there's that. Uh, really. Uh, DeRay. Re- oh, no, well, no, she eventually ran against a Republican in November. Yeah, but I mean, like. The Democratic race Completely honorary election. Yeah. The Democrat, I think, got seven thousand votes, and she got like seventy. I, I still, votes. I still think there's a a place to to be had for a wily Democrat to just run as a Republican and just like put out TV ads and Facebook ads, going like, "Hey, I'm running as a Republican." <laughs> But you may remember me as Sheila Dixon, former Democratic mayor of Baltimore. <laughs> like, I mean, so honestly, though, when you when you go to to your polling place uh, for the primaries, make sure you vote for Sheila Dixon, Republican, and then when the general election comes around, remember to vote again for Sheila Dixon, Republican for mayor. Uh, and I, for which I will quickly change everything. <laughs> One of the Democrat <laughs> as soon as I don't feel dirty inside anymore. One of the things that we uh, talked about back in the uh, election that year when DeRay was running uh, and Elizabeth Embry and Warnock, Warnock and a, and a bunch of those people. Carl that, Stokes. Uh, there was a place where several of those people could have, I mean, David Warnock in particular, could have probably just said, eh, I'm going to run as an independent uh, to the general. Um DeRay obviously probably could have done that as well. Just run as an independent to the general. And then after the field was cleared, because there were like nine candidates for mayor on the left, after the field was cleared out a little bit, you might do better uh, by picking up some moderate Republican votes and some just like anti-votes. People who are just like, uh, some that, that, that Clinton mentality of, I'm not voting for her. Who else is there? Yeah. And in Baltimore, it was like, oh, there is nobody else? Okay, I'm not gonna vote. But if you had, if some of these uh, leftists <laughs> had run in the center. Traditionally speaking, the turnout for the general oh. election for mayor is so low yeah. that, like, uh, the, the, you really don't have to worry. It's, it's running the off-off years. The 50 so. diehard Republicans who are going to vote regardless are going to get swallowed up by all yeah. the people voting in the presidential election, so it doesn't really matter. But, I mean, well, like, no, 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 because it's in the off-off years. So it's not in the presidential no, no, year. It's, it's not it, in the governor's year. It's, it's 2020. Is it? Yeah. Oh, geez. Well, so good. who's going to take power now? 
Well, Jack Young is the mayor right now. Yeah. Uh, as soon as... Interim mayor. No, mayor. Now that, now that she stepped down. Yeah, now that she stepped down, he's, he's officially the mayor. Yeah. Uh, the second she technically signed the <laughs> resignation letter, Which, he became mayor. By the way, Baltimore, can we uh, talk about this? How you can't take down a mayor yeah. unless they're convicted of a crime? Uh, hold on. I, I want to come back to something I've said before. Uh, and I, I, I think now, more than ever, is the perfect opportunity for this. I've talked about a take-your-medicine mayor. Yeah. Jack Young has no interest in being mayor. No. He's going to do it because he is a loyal soldier, and he's the next in line, and he feels like it's his duty to be mayor, but he really doesn't want to be mayor. His deal has always been being a check on the mayor. Yeah. I am always, a loud voice. He always wanted to be city council president. Yeah. He yeah. will go back to being city council president once 2020 rolls around. Yeah. But in the meantime... This is the perfect opportunity to have the take your medicine mayor that I've been discussing so long right now. Think about it. Think about it. Somebody who doesn't have to worry about the political repercussions of what he does. And he can just mm. do things that are best interest for the city moving forward. Mm. There's no worries about people saying like, oh, he's doing this from a politically motivated place. No, he's doing things because he has to clean up a horrible mess immediately. So uh, you were talking about how there's no uh, nothing that could have been done to remove the former mayor from her <laughs> post prior because of the way that that the the statues of the city were written, right? Yeah. yeah. So now is the perfect opportunity for Jack Young to be able to say, "Hey, we're going to change this." Yeah. By the way, and a guy I'm, who also I'm, has- I'm not using any of my political capital to do it because everyone agrees this is a wonderful idea, and we're just going to do it. Yeah, and this, he's got, now is the perfect opportunity for Jack Young to say, "Hey, I don't know if everybody knows this, but we have a humongous <laughs> public infrastructure problem, and literally roads are going to cave in around us if we don't fix it right now. Nobody has the balls to tell you about it because they never wanted to be responsible for paying the two million two billion dollar bill for fixing all the roads. But I'm going to do that because that's what we need right now. You and, know, and he has a uh, Lyndon Johnson level of support." Which yeah. is, I came from the legislature, and my support remains in the legislature. So I can make uh, not great, no, the good decisions, but not politically great decisions, because I know I get the backing of the legislature when I send but my But it's not even there. like he has to pick off Republicans either. He's no, no, just no. got, he has carte but, blanche to do what he wants right now. And if he was, uh, it, I, I would honestly say that he is the martyr that Baltimore needs right now <laughs> to be able to take care of. All the problems that nobody ever would spend their political capital to fix. Well, because in the, the end, problem. in the end, he can go like back Batman. to his yeah. Well, in the end, he can go back to his district and get reelected. So as yeah. a uh, councilman, it doesn't matter. They how, will always send him back. Okay, so how is it that that uh, I mean, the argue, mayor of Baltimore was able to be impeached in a she sense? Wasn't. She wasn't. Well, she was not in a sense. No, she wasn't. No, she wasn't. At all. Okay, she resigned. Whatever. Yes, but. Be, oh, so uh, what I was saying, how is it possible that that happened because of books? Even though she had done way more, you know, inconspicuous things in the past. Well, so, but you say it was because of books, but it wasn't because of books. I mean, it, it was, was because of corruption. The books, I, the books opened up everything else. Like, 
repairs and, on her house and the fact that she owned two homes in the same very expensive neighborhood that were one block away from each other. Like all of these things compiled on top. And then it was just like, how much do you want people looking into your life? Because all you have to do is walk away and then nobody gives a fuck. I mean, well, the FBI still will very much so, but yeah. no one still, in the city I still cares. wonder if uh, there was some sort of like, hey, if we just uh, resign now, can we avoid the investigation? The, oh, the Spiro um, ne- Agnew Spiro approach Agnew. of uh, I'll resign for this office and just say like, hey, I'll resign now just so we can get it over with. But just keep in mind, you're not <laughs> filing eight charges against me yeah. because I decided to. Quit and uh, you know they, I'll quietly uh, you know Cuban Missile Crisis style like I'll quietly pay back what I what is owed over the next five yeah. years and uh, so long as I do that no charges right and then she's done and out. Mm. I, I I'm still like, what's so interesting to me about this whole thing? Like Ralph Norman, we talked about with the blackface scandal, Virginia governor, mm-hmm. right? He went out there. He immediately said. Uh, I apologize. That was really stupid. I don't know if that was me or if it was my friend who was in blackface, but either way, it was inappropriate. Uh, then he tried to do inappropriate things like moonwalk in front of interviews. But then he was just like, uh, but then he shut the fuck up and yep. he got the hell out of the way. And all that was being reported was he apologized. Yep. And over time, the calls for him to step down became less and less until eventually we're where we are now, where everyone forgets the fuck that Ralph Northam has a blackface photo, and he's just Virginia governor again. Yep. So, Pew could have gone up there. God damn it! Yes! <laughs> yes, I was waiting for it. Could have gone up there and said, uh, hey, I'm really sorry. I didn't think what I did was wrong. I thought it was a opportunity based off of this is something that happens in business a lot. I, I feel like it's an ethical line that maybe I crossed, but I'm sorry. I apologize. Please don't, you know, like have the, you know, d- this isn't indicative of who I am as a person. Uh, and she could have moved on from it all. But instead, she goes up and has a press conference where she's just like, you motherfuckers trying to bring down, bring me down. I was going to say it again. (laughs) All you motherfuckers trying to bring me down. It ain't happening today. It ain't happening never. Like, that that was the problem. She went up there and she was just as combative as fucking possible, trying to sell children's clothes to reporters. Oh, that was the worst. By the way, yeah, uh, you, you think that it's a... Uh... By the way, all the all those stories, like, I, I really don't know where to stand on her whole pneumonia now either. <laughs> because, like, <laughs> all I remember, of a sudden she was okay. I remember, I remember hearing stories about, like, from, like, Francho and stuff like that, where, like, it's just like, what do you think of... What do you think of her pneumonia? And he's just like, yeah, right, whatever. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, like, I'm hearing, like, Mary Pat Clark or whatever going, like, no, she was nearly dead. Like, I... She... <laughs> Did seem to recover rather quickly. Uh, oh, I know. Cheers. Like, uh, like Corey just did. All over you. Are you all right? Yeah, I'm fine. Okay. Don't worry. I, right. I will persevere. Mm. Um, but she did seem to uh, become okay very quickly. That's what I'll say. Uh, I don't know if she's okay. I'm just saying, like it. It would have been nice to actually see her at a at the press conference. Even if she 
quietly sat in a wheelchair in the back of the room or something like that. Just to physically be there would be a wonderful. Put on a bit of a show. <laughs> yeah. Put on a bit of a show that says, hey, uh, I'm here, but. Uh, no, I mean, I'm like, it, it's smart from a from a legal standpoint to not have her say or do anything right now. Because, uh, you know, if, like, the lawyer goes out and says, uh. Uh, I'm sorry for anyone who I might have hurt or for damaging the opinion of the mayor of Baltimore. Like, that was a very well-crafted statement that yeah. completely works from him, but not from her. Well, you know? I mean, the thing that you could do is that you just wheel her out there, and then she's like, <coughs> you know, I'm sorry, I mean, that, uh, she, I don't think I'm she can sorry, manage I anymore. I can't get to you talking like this. Yeah, it's, it's horrible. It's horrible. But, uh, okay, so where are we uh, on, on uh, El Tiempo, if you would? What? time oh i have no idea i thought you were keeping oi uh <laughs> i didn't know i was in charge uh no so this is not right though because we had technical difficulties for that i, I think we're we're we are we are there we're we are well over. are we good we're well, well over there uh at least uh at least 115 at this point so okay we, we need to so get okay, two yes. more topics no, no what no no what do you mean no 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 no, oh, no okay no. all right fine we, yeah because the, the the what's left is hey uh here let's summarize Guy lied a lot. We knew he would. He lied for a liar. Wondering whether or not to press charges against said liar for lying. Yep. Uh, and Might not be politically fruitful. Moving on. That's it. Um, by the way, uh, do a little bit of a little bit of study into the third century of Rome, and uh, all this has been covered already. History just repeats itself. It's just ridiculous nonsense. So, by the uh, way. By the way, uh, we've had conversations in the past about Rob the lawyer yeah, talking yeah. to police and stuff like that. Yeah, uh, there's there's an aspect of our current attorney general talking to Congress in a similar manner, and it's kind of shocking that this hasn't ended up with like uh, uh, charges. Of, oh God, what is it? Uh, contempt. contempt. Yeah, contempt of uh, Congress. Yeah. <laughs> It's just like very surprising, uh, actually. Yeah, we know you just testified for the Senate yesterday, but we'd like to come and have you talk to the House Judicial Commission Committee for a day. How do you feel about that, Mr. Attorney General? Ah, fuck you! <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, I don't know how to I don't know how to break that stalemate. <laughs> By the way, uh, I was giving a presentation to uh, my staff on Friday, um, and. Um, there was something in there that, uh, God, it was just like, um, someone said, oh, so you mean like we should just basically do what we do when we deal with the police? <laughs> and without thinking, I was like, <laughs> no, fuck the police. I mean, uh, anyway, moving on. And everybody just broke out laughing. And I'm like, oh, yeah, when you accidentally let your politics uh, go a little wild. I know. Work. Very um, unprofessional. To, I mean, very unprofessional, but also, like, after it, I got a little bit of, like, from some of the uh, – from some of the staff, I got a little bit of, like respect. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> very much so. Um, uh, what's it? Uh, fornicate the constabulary. Yes, indeed. Yes. Uh, but no, I uh, just I had a little talking to. So I was giving an H, HR presentation, oh, wow. and then I had to have a little talking to by the HR person who was like, uh, "Listen, so like, yeah, I mean, I know what your politics are. It's totally fine, but just maybe not with the shouting, fuck the police.' Uh, <laughs> that might have been to a little staff, too much in the midst of your HR presentation. Probably not. Totally. Probably. I was like, I know, That's I know. They call especially me off guard. talking about the part where what happens if an armed gunman comes in here and we have to call the police. 
Please. Oh, oh, oh. Because what I said is, uh, I want you oh, all. It's inappropriate that when we're in the middle of an armed standoff, I stand up when the police walk in and go, fuck the police. <laughs> hey, do you have a warrant? <laughs> Uh, what I said was, I hope that you all feel that you can come and talk to me about anything. Um, and if you, I don't care if it involves you, if you see something going on with someone else, please take the time to come and just bring it up to me. And someone was like, oh, oh, you mean like, uh, if you see something on the, uh, on the bus or the train, you should say something to the police officer. And I was like, no, 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 fuck the police. But if you see, uh, I mean... I mean, if you see something here, then yes, you should say something to me. <laughs> like, uh, but you know what? When your beliefs are so deeply held that you don't think twice about saying shit like fuck the police to the 80 staff members that you have who all look up to you. So, Comment sorry. from Rachel. I just hope I don't walk into Corey hugging the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think this is? 2018? Yeah, this- <laughs> you know what? To be honest, we've. Uh, uh, so far, we've we've kept it mighty respectable. I'd like to say. I, I think so. I, I think, think it's a nice, much better at, at at doing this show. Yes, still kept it entertaining. You know what? You know what? My oh my god! I, no, I'm not gonna say that out loud. I was gonna I was gonna <laughs> propose an awful idea. Okay, <laughs> please propose. intermission please intermission please shot. Please right. propose. No, it. no, no! It's the end of the show. Please. Oh, no. Okay, what, what's your shot, idea? Another show shot. What's, what? your, what's your idea? Propose your idea. What's my What's my horrible idea? Yes. Yes. We, we, uh, oh my God. No, I'm not. I, th- this is, it's fine. We're going to, right. you're in a safe space. This is uh, just between us. It's fine. I, I want, if, if anyone wants to see this, I'm going to, I'm going to throw the gauntlet down. Mm-hmm. I'm going to throw the infinity gauntlet down. Uh, <laughs> anybody who would want to see this in future episodes of the, of the podcast of this annual episode of the podcast, uh, has to like this uh the twitter post for this episode yeah is that agreed yeah can we can we give an arbitrary number of likes to 20 likes to the how about 20 it shouldn't be i think the problem though is what are we trying to do 20 likes for what i'm just saying we weren't we won't even approach this idea unless it unless we get 20 likes on the idea you're about to propose yeah okay and i think the difficulty is a lot of the people who listen don't actually have twitter accounts uh some of the people you've named in the chat right now, yeah. do not have Twitter accounts. They so, have Twitter accounts they don't use. I mean, yes, they have Twitter accounts <laughs> they don't use, but it's going to have to be like, I got to figure out the password. How about, okay, yeah. how about we make it then? How about we make it a, 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 a oh, I forgot the word, but basically combining right, no, combining the likes from Twitter no, and no, Facebook. No, no, I got this. Any social media that okay. you follow us on, if you give me the, the chef giving the kiss emoticon, like mwah, like um, uh, um, say magnifique, then I will count it towards it. Okay. Uh, the idea being, <laughs> oh my god, this is horrible. Uh, that we have topics, but not the words put out ahead of time. Okay. So, uh, oh, we have to figure them out as they go no, along. No, no. Say like, say like we're talking about uh, a conflict at the border, right? That's okay. going to be one of the topics we're talking about in that current week. Yeah. We don't know what the magic words are prior to going in. And then all of a sudden, we're just talking and going through. It's like, what did I just say? And then it's like you're living on Because right now, I can do a pretty good job of managing myself okay. to not say the words. But if I don't know the words are coming. I will agree to these terms. But we cannot do full 
full uh, shots, baby shots. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna have to be a, a, me- a measured amount. It'll be like a twenty. Yeah, we're 20 gonna, we're gonna be looking at a much higher number on that one. So I think we should keep it in check. Yes, okay, I'm enough. down with that. All right. So all right. we need twenty. We need twenty verified so for for uh, uh, the seventh edition of this of this podcast. Yes. All right. Uh, P.S. Oh my God, we started. I cannot even spell correctly, and I don't think this was. Uh, I'm being under the influence of anything. I just misspelled <laughs> stuff on the. Okay. All right. Well. Uh, <laughs> wait, 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 wait! Before you do that, are we officially? Are we closing it out? Yes, we're closing okay. it out. I thought we were going to talk about Cinco de Mayo. No, uh, no. We are out of time, and we're out of patience. Right, but fine. is it? I, I, Roberto has to be the one who cl- calls it and ends. Ends the yeah. ends the game. Okay, well, you still need to take the ending shot, though. Yeah, that's what I I had heard you say that, and I'm fine with doing that. We could take a last uh, one, uh, but you have to officially. Wait, this so is the, the ceremony. We are we done to, with all the topics? Yes, we're are done. We sure? Yes. Can we done. go through the list real quick? No, we're gonna we're gonna wrap it. <laughs> Just go through the list. <laughs> wrap real it quick. up. Tell me it what up. it was. No, we're wrapping it up. <laughs> but I need you to officially call it done. Do you guys not want to talk about anything else? Okay. Call it done, and then I'll Turn run through the list. Yes. Avengers, Endgame, yep, anything else? That. No? What about the president? Wait, who's the president again? All right. Fine, I'm calling it. I'm calling it. Give, us, right. a, give us a... Give us a... No. Oh. Ah, wait. Such a fit. There you go. And All right, there it is. It's All right, wait, wait. Salud. Slancha. Slancha. God, I hate every single time we do this. Yep. It was your guys' idea. <laughs> we shouldn't have. We shouldn't have come up with one episode a year where we do biz after drinking. We were much younger, especially men. tequila. We were much younger men when we started this idea. <laughs> we were a mere thirty years old. We were twenty nine. We were in our twenties. <laughs> well, all right. Uh, uh, yeah, go ahead and uh, yeah. Uh, if you want to enjoy the oh, the Anthem website the way it is for one last time, you know where you can go. Where's that? OtheAnthem.com. Corey to OtheAnthem.com. OtheAnthem on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and the listener line, 443-219-7595. Oh, oh, wow. What's that number again? 443-219-7595. Hang on. I'm what's thinking. the number yet again? 443-219-7595. Wow. I'm okay. F- fixing some things. Hang on. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm working real slow right now. I can't. Uh, Everything's at half speed Everything at the is at half speed. Okay. Yeah, go ahead. You're, you're up. Go ahead. Continue. Oh, yeah. That's right. Uh, if you want more of me, you can find me at my website, CoreyBakerFilmmaker.com. Uh, I have a review from Pet Cemetery up right now, uh, followed by a review of... Uh, Avengers coming up this week. Uh, I can finally say that again because we are out of the game. So and there will be spoilers or no? Uh, oh, so shit. how I plan on doing it is first half of the episode sort of talking about it as like a movie-making experience and not doing spoilers, and then spoilers at the very end. Okay. Kind of like how we discussed like maybe talking next about week, Avengers yeah. next week. Like we might do it at the very end of the episode as a spoiler Rich conversation. I hate my life. I don't want to die. <laughs> Every year. Every year I get that one. Okay. Roberto, uh, but do- other than that, uh, at LegendCB5 on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat, and Corey Baker Film on Facebook. Go ahead, Roberto. Okay. You can find me on all my social media accounts, uh, uh, Instagram, uh, Facebook, R-T-O-A-Z-N. And I think I'm I think I'm on Snapchat. I don't know. I don't check it, so don't even bother. Instagram and Facebook is probably, probably the ones. Uh, R T O A Z N, where you can find all the uh, my and updates. Instagram. 
That's what I said. Isn't that said what it is? Facebook and Twitter. Oh, sorry. Well, Twitter too, actually. Uh, but there you can find all my updates on my on the things that I'm working on. I have a couple of things uh, coming up soon, so uh, stay Roberto tuned. Roberto is what we like to call a working actor. So uh, if you're interested in that sort of thing, <laughs> yeah. feel free to check it out. Yeah. But yeah, happy birthday to me again. And happy, yes, birthday happy birthday to Roberto. Roberto. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. All right. Uh, <laughs> dead. Look at that shit. <laughs> All right. (laughs) You can can find more from me at Robert and Cheek on all your social networks. Make sure you check. Okay, no, the website doesn't work anymore still. Um, WordPress, bro. At Robert and Cheek on all your social networks. Don't you fucking dare. There is no No, need for this. There is definitely no need for this. No, come on. I'm taking one, too. I am you taking can take one, one. too. No, 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 no. All three of us. Come on. No, we're Give done. Give me the shots. Uh, you can find more of me uh, at Robert and Cheek and all your social networks. Too far away uh, now. And make sure that you uh, check out Robert and Cheek on Amazon, where you can find all my books, including the most recent one, which is finally up, although not in printed yet, just an ebook. Christopher but, says happy birthday, by the way. Oh, thank you. Oh, look at that. Look at Christopher. Put the cap on that motherfucker right now, please. <laughs> put, put the cap on this thing. I, I grabbed my fucking dial. What's <laughs> up? <laughs> 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 the train is just just off the tracks right now. Um, all right, Wait, Corey, Corey. Who's gonna take this shot? Come no, on, you're gonna take that one. <laughs> you're gonna do that one, bro. Oh, Corey, do you remind? Do you remember? You're out. Bye, Rob, folks. <laughs> no, we already we've already passed that. Go ahead, Corey. What is the last thing you need to say? I think we've done good here today. <laughs> we've done something. It certainly is not good. <laughs> But as always, you're listening to the O the Anthem podcast, part of the O the Anthem digital network. For Corey and Roberto, this is Rob. Have a good week, everybody. <laughs> I regret this every year. I don't know every why. Every year we do it. I don't understand it. All right, Somebody we still this. has to take we this stop shot. This. No, we're not doing that anymore. <laughs> Have a good week, everybody. <sighs> <sighs> My body is weary. <laughs> No, for real. Who's going to take this motherfucker? You're going to take it. You poured it. 